We determined then that darkness is synonymous with ignorance and the old way of life. Light is synonymous with the knowledge, not just knowledge, but knowledge of truth. Knowledge of truth and the new way of living. And so, again, we're going to determine who he's speaking of when he says light and word. So in John chapter 1, verse number 1, if you're there with me, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, we've already pointed out this fact, but I need to point it out again for you. If you look up here on the board, you'll see that the word, word, is capitalized, which means that it's not a common noun, uh, but the fact that it's not at the beginning of the sentence and it's capitalized means that it's a, uh, 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 a noun, uh, it describes a person, it's a proper noun, and it's supposed to be capitalized because it's speaking of a person. This is what we call personification. Personification is when you take an inanimate object and give it real life human being type qualities. And so this is not the logos that you see in the book. It's not these black words written on the white page, but it's talking about somebody. And the fact that it's talking about somebody, it needs we need to identify who the somebody is. Now it goes on and it says uh, that everything that was made was made by him and for him and without him was not anything made that was made. So we can identify that the word is a him. And so now we can narrow down our investigation to find out who he's talking about. In verse number 8 of this same chapter, go to verse number 8. It says something else that, that gives us another noun that I think uh, we need to look at. He was not that light. Now understand that he's talking about John here. And John says, I'm not the light, but I was sent to bear witness of that light. And you'll notice here that the word light is also a proper noun depicting that it's talking about somebody. And so this somebody is or has a name. Right now he's only known as the word and the light. But I think it's important for us to find out exactly who he is. And so we're going to investigate a little bit further. If you will, turn with me to 1 John chapter 5, verse number 7. 1 John. Chapter 5, verse 7. 1 John, chapter 5, verse 7. Go to the King James Version for me. 1 John, chapter 5, verse 7. Now watch this, you've got to catch it. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father... The word, we see the proper noun show up again, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Now you got to catch this, because that simply tells us that in heaven, he's known as the word. And the word is then, therefore, his name. That's what he is referred to, as the word. Are you with me? And so when it says, in the beginning was the word, they're actually speaking about him. Are you with me? And the word was with God, him, the person was with him, and he was God. Amen. And so watch what happens. We're going to look at God's idea because I told you about personification. This word, word, does not only mean logos, 
but in, and the, the logos or the spoken word, but it also means the conception of an idea. And so the personification or the giving of human qualities to God's idea, now it's the word and the light, but God says, I want to give it a name. And so God says the personification of how I feel is wrapped up in that person. The personification of how I feel is wrapped up in that person, in that thing. That's who I'm talking about. And so he says right now he's only known as the word. Right now he's only known as the light. Go back to Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Turn quick. Turn quick. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. <laughs> Y'all all right, we're going to give you time. Amen. You better stretch your hand toward the sound booth. <laughs> Amen. I'm thankful that they volunteered to even do it. Amen. We're grateful. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9. You got to go old school. You got to turn in your old Bible. Amen. Or you got to look on your phone and flip straight to it. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Amen. Watch what it says. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Watch this. His name shall be called. Not his name is going to be. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Because it may not make sense to you now, but in a moment I'm going to show you how everything that you are is conceptualized in your name. And so he says, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now go back to Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Stay with me. Matthew chapter 1, verse number 23. We're investigating because we got to find out who the word is. Uh, find out what he's talking about. He said word, he said light, but who is him? Who is him that by all things exist. Who is him by all things consist? Who is him? Matthew chapter 1 verse 23. Behold a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call him, they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Now this is the thing that most people confuse because they say well, his name is Jesus, but why did they say his name shall be called Emmanuel? Because it's the same thing that he was saying in Isaiah. As a matter of fact, this scripture is a quote from Isaiah, and what it essentially means is, with us is God. In man I dwell. Emmanuel. And so he says that his name shall be called Emmanuel. When they see him, they're going to know that in him, all that God is, is personified in him. Everything that God feels, everything that he thought, his will, his way, his everything that he will put inside of him. But who is him? Philippians chapter 2, 
Philippians chapter 2. Turn quick. Computer broke. Philippians chapter 2. Stay with me. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 8. What did we do before computers? Y'all remember we used to have our phones. The call, back in the day, we wanted cordless phones. And you prayed for a cordless phone that you that could reach. Uh, uh, throughout the house where you have to stay so close to the base. I'm the only one. Your mama used to go to Walmart and get that long that long cord and you had that cord stretched all the way across the house. And that was good and fine until somebody tripped on the cord. Y'all remember that? You got the phone, you drag the phone, you own it. And it got that long, streaming, wiry cord that's connected to it. Then we, uh, we we graduated a little bit. Y'all see, they even at me like they don't understand this. They don't even remember the phone that you used to have to turn. No. One number. You turn that number. God forbid somebody number started at nine. Eight. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Six. You got to turn the six. By the time you get to that seven number, you don't forgot. Y'all what I was counting for. Damn, computer's back working. I just spoil a waste of time. So watch this. Nine. <laughs> All right. Go to eight. Go to eight. Go to eight. Then we'll come back to nine. We're going to get it together. Watch this. And B, watch this because you, you can't miss this. Because in John chapter 1, verse 14, we already talked about the fact that the word became flesh. The word, the idea, the thought that God had became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And watch this. We beheld his glory. And the glory that we saw in the beginning was God's glory. Now we're seeing the glory of the sun. And so he says, I don't, you've already seen me shine. Now you're going to see the glory of of my son. Watch this. Jesus prayed a prayer in John chapter 17 where he said, I want you to give them the glory that me and you had from the beginning. Yeah, see, you, you two, you're so busy getting caught up in religious stuff that you felt bad about taking credit for what God is doing in your life. You go out and preach a sermon and pray and, and sing and then people walk up to you and say, man, you did a wonderful job. And it makes you feel close to him to say, well, to God be the glory. <laughs> When he just told you that I want you to have some gold. Okay. So we right here. He found him and being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient even unto death uh, on the cross. Go to verse 9. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Traveling this side. See, because we just read that there were three that bear witness. He doesn't even have a name. Right now, he's just the word and he's light. God said, for all that you are going through, what I'm going to do is give you a new name. It might not mean nothing to us because, again, 
encompassed in a name. But let me tell you this, that before you reach a place, your name reaches there before you. Your reputation, your character, all of that is engulfed inside of your name. People don't even know you, but don't like you because they heard you. Because in your name is your reputation. That when people hear your name, they either form an idea about where you've been, about what you've been through, about who you are, because they've heard your name. So God says that for all that my son has been through, he shall no longer be known as the word or the light. I'm going to give him a name. So we can't just walk around just dropping his name like it don't mean nothing. Speaking his name like we talking about one another. Drop some, oh Jesus. <laughs> Something, oh Jesus. Well, according to this, it's way more serious than that. A name is so important that Jacob wrestled with an angel and said, I won't let go until you bless me. Because Jacob was trapped by his own name. His name meant trickster, which he lived a life full of tricks until he wrestled with the angel and the angel said, well, a blessing to you could be a house. It could be a car. It could be more money. He said, but what you need is your name change. I'm going to talk to these kids here. Because y'all going to sit there like he ain't had to change your name. That's why I tell people all the time, if I'm going to marry you, I'm going to marry you if you're going to keep your last name. Because if you're going to keep your last name, you're going to still do stuff you used to do. But you're entering into a new stage of your life. you got to let the old go and embrace the new. Your name should be Mary Smith hyphen Brown. Make sure I'm 
reading this right, because y'all saying y'all looking at me like I'm interpreting this wrong. Y'all just looking at me. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. I'm going to talk to you. I think you do. It don't matter where they at. Watch this, because y'all got I told you that your name reaches a place before you do. Your reputation shows up before you do. He ain't even got to go. But just at because in his name is his reputation. In his name is what I've experienced from him. In his name is his character. And so just at his name, heaven says, we know who you're talking about. Now you got to catch this because we just read in 1 John chapter 5 that he was known as the word. But now we're seeing that God has finally given him a name. See, I don't think you caught it. We done named him and you ain't even catch that he named him. Go back up then to verse number 8. He humbled himself, became obedient even unto death, death on the cross. Verse 9. He's named him, and we missed it. Verse number 9. God exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name. And just in case you were wondering, verse 10. Just in case you missed it. At the name at the name of Jesus, yeah. Yeah. every knee yeah. is going to bow. Yeah. Not only on the earth, uh-huh. but in heaven. Yeah. Just at his reputation. Yeah. Just at what he's already done. Just at what they've heard about him. Every knee should bow in heaven and in earth and things under the earth. Just in case hell thought they were getting away. <laughs> Just in case they thought they might escape his reputation, I need you to understand that everything in the earth has already heard about the name. So when I pray, it's not just me saying in Jesus' name. It's me letting heaven, the earth, and hell know. because you yeah. seem to think that there's some things on earth that's greater than that name. He says, no, there's nothing in nothing. every knee. Even those people who don't like you, even those people who talk about you, even nothing. those people who lie on you. You got haters, welcome to the club. Even your haters are going to take a knee at that name. Go to Ephesians. Ephesians. 
This ain't even on the script. But I hear you, Holy Ghost. Ephesians, I believe it's chapter number three. Ephesians. Chapter number three. And I believe it's verse number 15. Ephesians chapter three, verse 15. There it is. Oh, 15. That's 13, 15. got it in your Bible? Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15 says this. Of whom the whole family. Y'all going to miss this revelation. I promise you're going to miss this. Now he said, I gave him a name. That at that name everything in heaven, everything in the earth and everything on the earth has to bow at that name. But the good thing is, it's not just his name. Of whom Y'all, see, you got to catch the connection because one of the first things that I told you in this series is how much God loves his family. God loves family so much that he called us, and the whole generation is chosen. You are all royal. And just by being a part of the family, you are a benefactor of all of the blessings just by being in the family. See, just you might not even be guilty of some of the stuff that your natural family is guilty of. But just because you carry the same name, folk gonna lump you in. You weren't even present at the time that they did the dirt. But because you came to them, you gonna get lumped in. Because that's your family. So when he says, watch this, the whole family in heaven and in earth is named for that thing. Y'all just missed the shot. Go back up then. Y'all, y'all, go to verse 14. Back up just one. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Now go to 15. Just in case you were wondering what's our name of the whole family in heaven and earth is named the same name. It's not just his name. So he took our reputation. Maybe that might not preach for some of us. But then there's the other of us who might not have such a great reputation. But thank God that he took your reputation, washed it, and gave you a new name. Now my reputation is lost in his. So watch this. 
Gospels. Let's go. Let's go. Go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. I'm about to. Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and sat him at his own right hand in heavenly places. 21. Far above principalities and power, our principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is name. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Say right there. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. We're going to come back to Ephesians chapter 1, but you got, you got to see this. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. Somebody say together. Raise us up. Made us sit together. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. If he put him far above principalities, all principalities, all power, all dominion. If he put him above it and he raised us up together and made us sit together, whatever he's over, I'm over. And here we are wrestling with stuff that he put us Go to verse 21. 
Because he put us over some stuff that we thought was greater than us. But watch what he says. I put this, you fall above it. Look at somebody tell them, oh, that's beneath me. That's beneath me. Now, they're going to look at you crazy, but you got to tell them I'm a raw nation. I'm a holy nation. I'm a raw priesthood. I'm a chosen generation. You got to let them know because, see, they're going to come at you. And they're going to start bringing you stuff when people start coming at you. And they expect you to retaliate. I can't retaliate, man. That's beneath me. Y'all don't like that part. Y'all don't like that part. So you got to change your mindset. You got to be on my level. But these people on my level wouldn't even act like that. Oh, my God. The way we act on this level is that we don't retaliate. Darkness for darkness. My job is to bring out darkness. To shine in the midst of darkness. So I can't get in the mess with you.
sit there and he walks at the door, looks at me, and turns and goes back into the living room. Yeah, come on, come on. Uh-huh. That's good, that's good. And says to Jackson, Daddy said, stop it. <laughs> come on now, you're talking down there. Watch the lesson though. Because even though it would seem like on the surface, he was telling a story. I wish we could learn from a five-year-old while you're running to Tattletail, why don't you use your own authority? Instead of telling your daddy, why not use the authority that he's already given to you? Oh, we need you. 